Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in John chapter 1 and verse 9, and we're talking about this word, this logos that's been around from the beginning. Before the beginning, he has been here. He's eternal, always been, always will be. And this logos is also the life in the light of men. And so we're in verse nine and, and don't, don't tune out because you're saying life and light of men. That's so poetic. I really don't really understand what that is. No, I mean, I'm going to explain it to you because it's really clear that in the day that John wrote using the word light had very specific meanings and people were looking for light, just like people look for light. Now when they're in darkness, when you're in darkness in your room, you look for a light. When you're in darkness in your life, you look for light. You look for direction. When you're in darkness in your soul, when the dark night of the soul has encompassed you and you're sitting there seeing there's no way through this circumstance or situation, there's absolutely no way I can get to the other side. You look for light. You look for some sense of direction, something to navigate your life by. We still look for light today, don't we? What was true back then too? So let's pick up in verse nine. The Bible says, John's writing, he says, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him, didn't recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. So let's stop right there. So John says, the true light, which gives light to everyone, came into the world. So what did that mean? Why does John say that? Well, because not just religiously, did light have some symbols, but culturally it had some symbols. Now remember that this was written in a Roman culture. Roman culture was shaped by Greek culture. So here's some of the ideas of light. When, when John used this phrase, here's what they were connecting with. First of all, in a religious standpoint, holiness. Light within the scripture talks about holiness, walking consistent with the law of God. Goodness. It's reflecting the character of God and how you treat others and how you move through circumstances. That's how goodness is known. It means showing uh, kindness uh, to others and uh, show and caring for their interest above your own. Now, this that isn't true. These two things are not true of Greek culture. They didn't really care about this, neither the Romans. But here's what they did care about. Knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom were sought after highly by the Greeks and by the Romans. This was their greatest end. This is what they worshiped, particularly the Greeks, uh, in some way, shape, or form throughout every generation and throughout every uh, section of their, of their culture and of their history. So when John says the light has come into the world and it is the light, it's not a light. He says it's the true light, the true knowledge, true wisdom can be known and it's known in a purpose. Now, the other things in the Bible that that light talks about are grace, hope, and then God's revelation. As a believer, when we see that light, we understand that that from a religious standpoint, it's talking about holiness, goodness, grace, hope, and God's revelation. Again, the culture just focused on the knowledge and the wisdom, which is also true in the biblical sense too, but that's that's what it that's why it's so important. That's why it's so significant that John's using these words. So let me read it to you again real quick. Now, the true light, which gives light to everyone, this wisdom, knowledge, hope, right? Revelation, grace, uh, goodness. This true light, which gives light to everyone, everyone gets to have that, was coming into the world. He was in the world. This light was in the world. This personification, this visual human manifestation 
of all these realities of holiness, goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, hope, and revelation was in the world walking among us, right? The world was made through him. This light is so perfect and complete. He is the creator, was made through him, yet the world didn't know him. The world didn't recognize him. Now he came to his own, and his own people didn't receive him. The personification of all the longing of your soul, all the quest of your mind was there. It could be known, but he was rejected. Now check this. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So catch this, Jesus, who came to earth, the light who invaded the earth, if you believed in him then, and if you believe in him now, if you receive him, if you accept him, here's what happens. You become a child of God. The living God, who's the creator of all things, which we've been talking about, who is eternal, has no beginning and has no end. You become adopted into his family. Now, how does that happen? Strictly by the will of God, not because of who you're born to, not because of your genetic coding, not because of your lineage, not because of your blood type, not because of the color of your skin, right? Not, it's not by the will of the flesh. You didn't wake up one day and just decide to be a child of God, nor did man make you a child of God. The way this happens, the Bible says, but of God. Let me read it to you again, 12 and 13. But to all who did receive him, this light, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You have been born of God. You are a child of the King, and that light now lives within you. Live it out, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much, and thank you for today. Be this as we are the light into a darkened world, that we share the light in this darkened world. Father, help us do that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God's blessings on you. I hope to talk to you again right here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.